As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test, 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 test. Pacing Pete Pranica painstakingly practices popping pimples on plush pillow packaging. Pacing Pete Pranica painstakingly practices popping pimples on plush pillow packaging. All right, the microphone seems to be working. It is 11.54 on a Sunday. I'm getting ready to... Uh, do therapy with my client JP Froze from formerly from the band Big Boys Don't Cry. Let's see, just a little bit of a time for a self check in. How am I feeling? You know, I've had a lot of trouble with sinuses recently. I find that whenever the weather changes 20 degrees at once from 60 to 40, my uh, uh, pressure, my internal pressure just kind of freaks out. So uh, what I do is I just open up my medicine cabinet and whatever's in there, I just try and use it. So I found some Claritin, which is technically an allergy thing, but allergies and sinuses feel related. I popped one of those, didn't really work. Um, I had some uh, Vicks Vapor Rub, which expired in 2017. It was kind of liquid at the top and solid at the bottom, but I swirled it back together. And that mostly just left me with a wet, stinky chest. So... Uh, Last thing I tried, oh my gosh, I found in the back of my medicine cabinet a nasal steroid. Now, I did not think that I was pro-steroids, but whoo, baby, this thing did it for me. I, you know, if baseball players use nasal steroids instead of the needle steroids, I think I'd be all for it. And it's kind of it's got me thinking, like, this works so well for me, like, maybe I should try cocaine. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey, hey I'm sorry. Oh, um, don't worry about it. Come on in. I'm You're right on time. A little bit early. No, no, no. Please come on in. It, it, it's Is the that cool, time. Doc? Is that all good? It's per it's perfectly fine. I, I, of course, I have to stress legally every time you call me a doc that I am a CTWROS. But yes, please come on in, JP. It's that's great to fine. See that's you. fine. I like to. I, I just like. I, it just makes me feel better to be like, what's up, Doc? Oh, sure. Okay. Well, makes now. Makes me feel more safe. Mm -hmm. I'll use that as a, uh, a blanket disclaimer. So I won't have to say it every time this time, but uh, will okay. you just, you'll know that up top that I am not a doctor and I cannot help you at a doctor's level. Right. And you're, a, you are a, uh, something else, a cow, a CT, something. A CTWROS, which means and I'm that, a, hmm? what is that? It's a, oh yeah. I'm a creative thinker who rents office space. Okay. So no, uh, that's yeah. cool. I mean, like, uh, I don't know what I am anymore. <laughs> I used to say I was a musician. I used to say I was a star. I used to say I was a heartthrob. I used to say I was a member of a team. Oh, JP. Now what am I? I don't know. <laughs> it's like we can all, maybe I'm a creative thinker who rents office spaces. I don't know. Do you rent an office space? 
uh, no, I can't afford to at this moment okay. because, you know, my paycheck just suddenly stopped. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I, 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 I wonder if maybe we should, you know, ramp up a little bit because that's, I kind of, we're diving right into the deep end there. Can I know? jump it's... on your couch while I talk? If you want to, yeah. That'll make me feel better. Yeah, When we sure, used to have right. meetings, when uh-huh. we used to have group meetings for Big Boys Don't Cry. Uh-huh. Sometimes our manager would rent us out a bouncy house so we could just like jump and think at the same time. Because for uh, for me and the boys, mm-hmm. that's how we got our best work done. We we it, we always got a better best work done when we were both jumping and thinking. And sometimes if I'm jumping but not thinking, I don't feel anything. But if I'm thinking but not jumping, same thing. I kind of come up empty. Wow, that's I, well. Jump away, jump away, JP. Okay. Have some fun. Throw some oh, whoopies in there if you'd like. You know, just have uh, some fun. I'm too depressed to woo right now. Oh, JP, that should never be true. No, I'm really, I'm feeling so low, Doc. You know what I mean? Oh. It's just like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, what am I? What am I? What am I? Oh, I thought it was going to be, what am I doing? But it's just, what am I? You no, like, what am I? What is my function? I'm just like an incredibly handsome young man with a perfect chiseled jaw and a singing voice like an angel and nowhere to put it. Okay. Well, I mean, it seems like you led with a lot of positives, though. I agree that you're handsome. I think you're very attractive. You look like a magazine cover. If you saw the Mona Lisa, but it was taken out of context, if it had been stripped from the walls of the Louvre and thrown into the gutter, you wouldn't appreciate her either. Because she is without her home, her context. And me without a boy band, like, what am I? I don't even know. I'm going to be honest. I saw the Mona Lisa in the Louvre and I was like, that's just a lady. You know, it's I like, got to be honest. I felt the same way. Like, why is she so small? <laughs> I, how, how I far, feel how, small. How far away were you standing from her? Because if maybe if you walked closer, she would get huh. bigger. Okay, interesting. Just a thought, JP. I, yeah, there was a big crowd. And mm-hmm. so I was sort of like behind them. And so I also thought maybe she looked like really small. That makes a lot of sense because when I used to be working in New York with the team, having our meetings, sometimes from the office of my manager, I would see the Empire State Building and I'd be like, what the? It's so teeny. <laughs> I don't understand. So maybe if I'd gotten closer. I don't yeah, know. I think that's like, I don't know if it's exactly object permanence, but it's got to be a similar skill. Mm. Um, we'll, uh, we'll work on that later. Let's put that like on, on the top shelf of like where we want to get to like in years time. Okay. But let's let's focus on something a little bit more manageable, something we can chew on a little bit more, right? Okay. So, uh, JP, Ugh, I'll sit down. I'll sit down. Yeah. Okay. Feel free to. You know, if you want to, it's a very springy couch. So even if you want to, kind of, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a good couch. You ever done that thing where like your uncle puts you on his leg and he's like, "This is how the horsey rides. The horsey rides. The horsey rides. And this okay. is how the gentleman rides. The gentleman rides. The gentleman rides." I have already um... messed it up. I think. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think my uncle ever did that. But also, to be fair, I never met my uncle. Oh no! Yeah, you were in the you were in the the boy band system that kind of early. You were kind of no. My my mom just didn't have any siblings, so I had oh. no uncles to meet. Okay, but right. you know, to be to to be fair, like you're not wrong. Like when you are a child, basically, like the minute you go through puberty, they start mm-hmm. like scouting kids who are like born to be in boy bands it's sort of like in right. um that movie in like the marvel universe where like they scout young girls with like amazing genetic capabilities and they put them in the red room like it's like that but for boy bands and so about the time when i was like 13 and a half i like 
I don't know what happened. You know, like one day I went through a growth spurt. My jaw got super square. Mm. My voice changed. And some kids, when their voice changes, their voices get worse. But mine became more angelic. And I had a stronger sense of my falsetto voice. And then I went to go train with the best. A lot of kids died there. A lot of kids died? A lot of kids died there. You would be shocked about the, I mean, just the choreography for Bye Bye Bye. You should, those kids were losing their heads left and right. Okay, I have to I have to unpack this a little more. They lose their heads during the choreography of Bye. I'm trying to picture the dance of Bye Bye Bye. I picture like hands um exactly. kind of opening up and If like you are too close by. to another kid when they're doing that dance move, those hands were like knives when you're Look, maybe when you do it it's just like opening your hand, but in the hands of a highly trained boy band professional, oh those God. moves are basically like assassin level. Like you could kill somebody. Oh my God. You could kill somebody with a look cuz that's a whole part of the training too. It's like that sort of like smolder. And some kids aren't ready. And then you get smoldered at and you die. You saw people die from a look. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did the dying person look like? Is, was it like they were melting? Was it like their eyes were burning out of their sockets? What was happening there? It's sort of, it's really kind of harrowing because it's like, first they seem shocked. Yeah. Then there's a moment of joy that passes over their face. And just when you start to think maybe they're okay, they immediately keel over. They just like fall to the ground and die. Oh my Lord. And so I've always wondered like in that last moment, what were they feeling? Were they feeling seen? Were they feeling appreciated? Were they feeling, I don't know, turned on by the smolder? But it does seem like in their last moments, their thoughts are positive. Wow. I mean, imagine we'll never know because of the massive cover-up that must be involved because this, you know, this has clearly never hit national news. I've never been able to talk about this with anybody else just because, like, when you're in the system, man, right. you can't talk about it. And then, you know, if you do, that, some people stay in the boy band system all their lives. Um, yeah. uh, keep them, you know, think about the four seasons. There's, they, they were still doing stuff, you know, into their, into their 80s. I heard that whole hotel chain was just an elaborate la- <laughs> uh, money laundering scheme. Yeah, yeah, but you know, like Frankie Valley, that guy, like mm-hmm. you know, like it's like he can't escape the system. Can't escape the system. Well, well, maybe that's a way to look at this, JP. Even though you were booted out of the system for your own faults and your own, you know, lack of talent or ability, I'm like what kind of happened, Doc? Well, but what I'm saying is, you're me. out of the system, and maybe that's overall a good thing. You know, um, I crave some semblance of order in my life, okay. some sort of like design or routine. Because today when I woke up, I laid in my bed and I stared at the ceiling. And the only thing I could think was, I don't know, like maybe big boys do cry. Well, th- don't say, never say that. And I thought about that for a while. JP, never say that, JP. Big You're right. Boys, You're so right. Big boys don't cry. And I say and that I, to- And I never will. Good. Good. Uh, Thank you. I, I say that to every th- I say that to every client of mine. Don't just, don't you fucking start crying in here. You know. Mm-mm. I'm sorry Mm-mm. for the language. I, I don't. Always no, that no, language. you're right. That's that, I liked what you said because it reminded me of my of my old manager who would always be like, "What are you gonna say? Something that you think about that? I don't pay you to think." And you know he was right. He didn't. He paid me to smolder and to have an amazing voice. Now, JP, I I have noticed that sometimes you call him manager and sometimes you call him father. Yeah, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes we call him daddy, and like he wasn't our dad biologically. Okay, okay. But we spent so much time with him, and he basically reared us, and you know, so it's not it's not crazy to 
it's not crazy when a guy who's in your life your entire life, if it slips out once in a while, you call him daddy. No, of course not. I, I That's have a, really normal. You know, I'm sure you've seen the, the office dog that wanders around this office sometimes. Sometimes I call yeah. him daddy. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. He's around a lot, you know. He's around a lot, and uh, uh, I don't know. It feels right to me. Yeah, you know, it's like it's hard to find a person that you, like, want to bring in and trust, you know. It's it's tough. And when daddy betrays you, when daddy mm-hmm. betrays your trust, like, what, what do you want me to do, find a new daddy? <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, let me dig a little deeper, JP, because earlier when I asked about your uncles, you very you made a point to say my mom doesn't have any siblings. You, I don't I don't know. And every time you've heard of your father, it's been your manager. So I don't know that I've ever actually heard you talk about your actual biological father. Oh yeah. Well, well hold on. Let me try. I gotta be honest. Like I haven't thought about him in a really long time, so yeah. I'm like having kind of like a hard time picturing what he looked like or sounded okay. like or acted like or maybe even like what his name was. Okay. Have you met him? Yeah, no, I def. I mean, okay. like, I have pictures. I have pictures okay. of before puberty of when I was just a normal kid who didn't yet know he was a heartthrob with an amazing voice. And I, I, like, I think I lived, like, a pretty normal childhood. Okay. But I don't remember it. It feels like, feels like a memory that's so elusive that when I try and grasp it, it nearly slips through my fingers. That's a good song, JP. You should be writing that down. Those are good lyrics. Oh, how could I possibly write a song on my own? I don't understand how it works. I only know how to sing it and, like, make you believe I feel it by looking in your eyes directly when I'm on the stage. That sounds like enough. That sounds like what most, all you need. Like, what What do you think is missing from that? Just other people? Daddy used to write the songs. Daddy used to write the songs. Okay. I don't think what? I have a song in my heart in the same way. JP, have you ever thought about managing a boy band? Being me? someone else's daddy, the circle me, of life. Me be daddy? Yeah, you be daddy. JP daddy. Could me possibly be daddy? That seems You possibly could. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do know a lot about the business. Yeah. And then you could write songs and you could use your simulacrums to perform them. Yeah. Do you know what a simulacrum is, JP? No, but I said yeah because I didn't want to upset daddy. Uh, oh, I'm not daddy. If anybody's daddy, it's probably the dog. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, don't, don't worry. About, I, I'm like your cool. You know what? I can be your uncle. How's that? Oh, sweet. Now I have yeah. an uncle. Yeah. And I can do the bouncy game, which I don't know if I fully explained. But basically, a ch- young child sits on the uncle's knee and you go through a series of increasingly uh, increasing bounces. And the last one is, oh, this is how the crazy person rides. And you just throw the children around. It's Ooh, a very fun okay. uncle game. Yeah. This is, that seems like a t- totally normal thing that people do with their patients. I'm going to sit on your knee. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, wow. Oh, you fit perfectly. <laughs> this, is, this is kind Wee. of fun. Yay. Oh, look how Wee. much progress we've made, JP. Wow. You're going to be and somebody's to think daddy. This morning, I had to, to think this morning, I was like ready to jump out a window. <laughs> and people say I'm bad at my job. Look at this. I, I've never said that, to be clear. No, you have not, JP. You're my favorite. Don't tell the others. Uh, you're my favorite. Yeah, I'm the favorite. Yeah, you are. You want a treat? <laughs> I only have dog treats, but would you want one? Of course I do. I have, I 100% eat dog treats. There you go, nephew. Wee! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, you're crunchy. Wow, we're gonna we're gonna work on eating later. Um, okay. I noticed, I noticed most of that most of that fell to the floor while you chomped on it, but yeah, ooh. that's like like when a dog just takes like one big bite and the rest of it just sort of falls out of its mm-hmm. gaping maw like that. <laughs> that's how I eat all my food, though. 
Well, but hey, look, at least you're eating, JP. I mean, we got to focus on the positives here. Like, Thanks. I think we got a positive new direction. I do think just if we're be, if we're pushing you into a management direction, it will help to maybe unpack in a little bit more detail some of that past trauma, which I've never wanted to get into. But I think like now having this positive lens of where you're going to go next, now we can look back just a yeah. little bit more. No, I can understand why you didn't want to get into it because it's like a bummer. And like, yeah. that's not your job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like, obviously not wanting my clients to cry. I felt like anytime I would bring it up, you would get real close right away. And like, oh, my God, 100 yeah. percent. I am like I'm like existing on the edge. So I can understand why that would be like a major bummer for you, dude. Yeah. I mean, well, but, you know, JP, it's not uncommon for boy banders to be constantly edging. So don't worry about it. That's so true. It's so true. And we actually were thinking about doing a song about that, or at least I pitched it when we were in one of our oh. bouncy house like sessions. Uh-huh. And they didn't, they like, I don't know, like the other guys seemed to like it, but like daddy didn't really seem to like uh-huh. it. So it kind of got squashed. But maybe now when I'm exactly, daddy. Exactly, JP. Who's daddy now? I'm daddy. Yeah, now. you're daddy now. I'm the daddy now. And I'm going to make a whole, I'm going to make a whole catalog of songs about edging. You're daddy now, and you can edge when you want to. Exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> I say I say when we edge, and I and then and then I say when we finish. That's what this whole band, boy band is going to be about. Oh, JP, I am so proud of you. This is this. We barely hit fifteen minutes, and I feel like we've hit we've hit <laughs> an hour's worth of breakthroughs. Um, I feel I feel completely broken through. Like my heart is broken. That's true. But now I feel like now I feel like with all this hope and all these ideas, it feels like everything else is broken too. My brain, my rib cage, my like my kneecaps, I feel like it all just exploded in a in a in a way of possibility. But that's the process. When you break everything in your life, you realize how all you really needed was just you breaking stuff. I feel that. Mm-hmm. So, now that now that you're on to this team with me cuz like, you know, it was your idea. Yes. So, I feel like, you know, you're sort of part of this. Where are we gonna find some kids? Oh God, I, I, I have been I have been told not to be asked that question anymore uh, by several counselors, uh, legal advisors. Come on, I, uh, I know you know where some kids oh, are. Oh boy, I, oh, uh, there are, there are clients who ask me this that I really should not answer. And and JP, I just you know, even though I've known you for a couple of months, it feels like really like this is a real edge. You know, like I could edge one way or I could edge the other. You know, and like right. I just feel like I'm telling you the best way to make sure that your boy band is going to be full of the perfect, almost genetically perfect boy band hunks. Yes. Is to find them when they're young and to train them. Hunger Games style. Find some hot young kids. I think that's your exact quote. Um, Yeah. uh, You know, I'll tell you what, JP, let's put this as the dangling carrot at the top of the shelf that maybe if you're good and we unpack some of your past trauma, Maybe I'll tell you where some hot young kids are. How's that sound, oh, JP? Thank you. Okay, good. Yeah. No, it's good to have a goal-based system. Because it's like, go. if you make a breakthrough, you'll take me to a middle school. Yeah. Everybody that's wa- perfect. Everybody deserves hot young kids as a reward. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm always saying. I'm always saying this. Okay. Uh, um, JP, uh, maybe switch that to an internal thought. Uh, I don't, that's just a quick, quick aside. Okay. But let's, 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 un- let's unpack this boys don't cry. Big boys don't cry thing because it is important and if we just move on from it entirely like you you might you might you might accidentally be daddy to a a, another jp one day and you might break that jp's heart you know so no i will not repeat the mistakes exactly so we need those who hurt me 
we need to know what happened there, right? So, JP, let me just ask you this. Like, how was the news broken to you? How did, how did you find out? I mean, it was really tough because, mm-hmm. like, we were all gathered together and mm-hmm. we were – it seemed so normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how sometimes you get the vibe that something bad is going to happen? This seemed so normal. Like, we had our normal session of bouncing on the bouncy house and having our thoughts and discussing what we liked then we went over to the whiteboard and daddy rearranged all of our pictures to see who was on the top of the pyramid that week in terms of like, mm-hmm. cause like, you know, they'd say like who was the best that week and whoever was the best got their head, their head shot at the top of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And like, look, every week things are different cause daddy liked to keep you on your toes. And I wasn't at the top of the pyramid, but that was okay because sometimes I like to play from the bottom. Do you know sure, what I'm saying? Absolutely. I like being a strong structural base for others. You know? Exactly, exactly. Sometimes you get to be the star and sometimes you don't, but that's like yeah. part of the game. Because if you want to go solo, you can go solo. Mm-hmm. But it's a tough world out there for those who go solo and you don't have the backbone of your fellow boy band mates. Now, this is some real daddy talk. You've already got the daddy talk down, it sounds like. That's it. I mean, that's what they tell you. They tell you that. They tell you that from day one. Yes. When, when you're there training, every night they turn off the lights and they make you repeat, if you go solo, you are truly solo. And then everybody repeats back, if you go solo, you are truly, truly solo. solo. Mm-hmm. And it's scary, you know, to set out alone like that. So you're scared, you know. Mm-hmm. You uh, can see that sometimes it works. Like, you know, you might end up like a, a, a JT, Justin Timberlake. You might, yeah. But I remember saying you saying that they, they, they kind of populate your vision with a lot of uh, graphic images of like a, a beheaded Han Solo or like exactly a, 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 a an otherwise you know a, a murdered by smolder Han Solo I think you said which I didn't understand anytime at the time. that a boy band member goes solo and he fails which does happen a lot sure they make us watch those they make us watch that footage mm. to like scare us Mm. I mean, like, they'll make us watch footage of a lot of things to scare you. Like, uh, like you remember when, when Jessica Simpson, no, when Ashley Simpson was on SNL and her track didn't work and then she, like, danced weirdly and, like, that was, yes. like, the end of it? Yes. I mean, I've, I mean, I've seen that upwards, of, I'm going to say, 50,000 times. Yes. Because yeah. uh, Jessica Simpson, uh, sorry, Ashley Simpson, uh, yeah. previously a boy bander. Previously yeah. a boy band. Yeah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. then she was like, I don't want to be part of this anymore. And she mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you you saw what happened. So, yeah. you know, that's like, that was like part of the punishment. Like if you ever acted out or like mm-hmm. didn't or like, you know. I will say at least she saved it by blaming it on her band. Yeah. I mean, that's we're all trained to do that. That's a pro move. That's a pro I mean, move. those those guys back there, those are those are amateurs. Your boy band yeah. is your life. Those yes. are your lifeblood. Those are your people. Yes, Everybody yes. else who is not the boy band is against you, including <laughs> your band. Right. Right. So. Right. Uh, well, okay. So you're so so. Uh, oh right. So we had the pyramid. Daddy is there. He's yeah. organizing the pyramid. And then we all sat at the table for our daily lunch of ice cubes. Uh, and we were really good that week, so we were allowed to have both ketchup and mustard on the ice cubes. Oh, and so wow. I was like, I know. So, like, obviously I was thinking things were going to be good. And then Daddy was like, I want to talk about the future. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the future of this boy band. I got excited because I thought maybe we were going to go on a world tour. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that that's, like, the next step. That is, like, the big next step. You go international. Right, because fuck and America. Thought, we got to get out yeah, of here. We got we to gotta expand the brand. We got to get, like, you, some places take boy bands real seriously. I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping we could expand into, like, the, like, South Korean market. Sure, sure. Boy, oh, boy, do they take their boy bands seriously. Absolutely. So I was like, that's it. Daddy's about to tell us we're going to get on an airplane. But instead, Daddy, Daddy looked at me and he said, 
And he said, some people, some people seem like they're getting too big for their britches. Oh, no. And I didn't know what britches were, first of all. I think they're like pants. Yeah, I think. I think it's like I, a, yeah, it's like a, it's I think like a so. adult's word for pants. And so I was like, who? Who, daddy? And he said, you, JP. And I said, me? I've never hmm. had a single thought in my life. And he said, no, JP, I found your notebook. And in your notebook, you wrote down all those ideas about songs about edging. And I was like, but daddy, those those are just ideas. They're just a notebook. I mean, it's like not even, it's like, like I didn't even like say those ideas in, in, in oh, our boy. meetings. And he said that, don't you remember that every single thing that you write and every single idea that you have is the property of the boy band, which is true. I learned about that in the Red Room. Yeah, that makes <sighs> sense. And so then, so then he said, well, then all of these ideas are mine. And so then he started flipping through them and he started reading them out loud. And all of the ideas sounded really stupid when he said them like in a mocking voice. Because like, look, mm. I'll, let me say two of the ideas I had. Ready? First one. An idea, idea for a song about looking at a cloud in the sky and the cloud makes you horny for your girlfriend. <laughs> okay, right? So if I say it like that, you're excited. But Universal when he reads it out loud, yeah. when he reads it out loud like this, a song about looking in the sky and then you see a cloud and the cloud shape of the cloud makes you horny for your girlfriend, mm. then it sounds like a bad idea. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because it was just his tone of voice. Because, like, I really think that idea is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so then they were all laughing at my ideas and stuff. And then he said, I think you get the picture. And I said, I don't. And he said, Well, then let me spell it out for you. And I was like, Please, I'm actually not very good at spelling. And he's Uh like, Okay, what I'm trying to say is you're fired. Yeah. Oh, gosh. (sighs) And, 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 And what was the reaction of your fellow? boy banders was there any sort of look of acknowledgement or any sort of shock or i mean they were scared i bet because like when daddy gets mad it's really scary yeah yeah and i could see that some of them were brushing their bangs out of their eyes like this like oh boy that's serious that means they're feeling something yeah that's like what it's like when a when a boy band member like wants to say something or feel something but can't because like they're they have to be stoic right and so i could tell that they were sad but you know like what are you gonna do go against daddy I mean, you can't go against daddy. He's daddy. Dad, I mean, you that's simply can't. that's why it's a patriarchy is you go with daddy. And so I got my notebook back and I took the few belongings that I had. Yeah. And and then I went and then I went on my way. Just out of curiosity, JP, what were those belongings? What were what were your personal items that you brought with you to the red room? A lot of a-, a lot of acid wash jeans. Okay. I had like a couple pairs of those. Okay. Um, I had some cool shoes. Okay. Um, I had like a couple pairs of cool shoes. Then I also had a jacket that are, had are, my name. No on crying, it. JP. JP, do not I'm cry so, when you talk about these cool shoes. You're so right. I'm so sorry. JP, be strong. You're so right. Big boys don't cry. That's right. Just big like boys, Big boys don't cry. Not even about cool shoes. You're so right. And then I took my my cool jacket, my Letterman jacket that said JP. Mm-hmm. And that was basically it. Okay. Uh, I was on my way. Okay. I asked for one last bounce on the bouncy castle. And the security guard said no. Yeah, that seems like a mistake. Yeah, I could have told you, JP, you weren't getting that. I mean, that that was unreasonable on your part. I had to ask. I get it. But also, like, I think we have to have reasonable expectations when we, you know, deal with hard things, you know. Thank um, you for letting me sit on your lap this whole time, by the way. It's okay. Uh, would you like to move over to the other leg? You were kind of on the right. The right's going to sleep. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll change Hop it up on a over. Bit. Oh, there you go. See All how right. Feels. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after that, I realized, you know, like, I didn't even know where to live. I didn't even remember the name of my family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I basically, 
and I would say brainwashed. I, I hope you, I hope you, well, let, let's not be too harsh. You were in a boy band, and, You're and right. what, what boy wouldn't be thrilled to be in a boy band? You're right. Actually, when you say it that way, I'm embarrassed to have even been at all, you know, like marked by this experience. Everything's totally cool, and I'm really hot. Well, it's like, <laughs> well, yes, uh, that that's und- undeniably true. But like, yeah, hundred percent. But like, let's let's figure out what we can learn from this. I think the big takeaway is don't write anything down. Don't keep a journal. Don't don't be don't be like scribbling these thoughts you know i mean look at me right like i stopped writing down notes during our sessions a long time ago and i switched yeah, over to true. this i switched over to this talking in microphones in case i ever want to listen to it back for my own private usage do you ever listen to it back and do i sound fierce um i do i do listen back on occasion a lot a lot of times it's like it's like game tape of of me tweaking myself and so i don't really uh-huh. even pay attention to what the other person's saying so right. much it's like your song your song your song my song i get that right 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 so it, it's it's a little bit like that uh, uh you know i will say you always sound in tune thank you you're welcome i appreciate that you're welcome um so you know i i think i think I think there's progress to be made there. And to be clear, like you haven't had contact with anybody from Big Boys Don't Cry since. I assume Daddy, of course, you haven't had contact with, but no. there's never been. Have I, you ever I, tried to go to a show? No, I think I'd be shot. Yeah. That I mean, there was cool. one time, and this was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I was in I was in a Starbucks, right? And I was like waiting for my drink. Mm-hmm. And this girl came up and she was like, wait a minute, are you JP from Big Boys Don't Cry? Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, I was. But in that moment, she looked so excited, and I felt like I needed a little ego boost too. So I was like, "Yeah, I am." And she was like, "Oh my god, can I have your autograph?" And by the way, this wasn't a big deal because, like, when I was in the van, I was like giving out autographs left and right. It's basically the only word I still remember how to spell is my own name. And it's only right. two letters, so it's pretty easy. Right. And so then, as I was like getting out a sharpie to sign the back of her phone because we didn't have a piece of paper on hand, a little red dot the appeared back on of my her forehead. Phone. Okay, the back of her phone is such a specific place to sign. That's really going to be with well, her she like well, she was like looking to see if she had any paper and she didn't, and she was like, oh my god, inside my phone case. And I was like, of course I will. And then a red okay. dot appeared on my forehead, and then a red dot appeared on her forehead, and so it was a right. pretty obvious what was right. happening, which right. is that right. the red room found out that I was going to sign unauthorized. Right. I, I apologize. I focused on the back yeah. of the phone over the red dot. It's just. <laughs> You told no, me, I get that. You told me so many red dot stories that I think I've kind of, it's kind of washed over me a little bit. No, I get it. Like when you're constantly under threat of surveillance and somebody and a sniper is always in some yes. window ready to shoot you, like it does lose its shine. Didn't you tell me once you were shopping in the grocery store? and? Oh, yeah. Uh, I picked up a pack of Oreos and then the red dot appeared on me and then the red dot appeared also on the Oreos. <laughs> they were going to shoot me and the Oreos. <laughs> it was really scary. Honestly, I, 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 part of me just wants wants them to see sh- sh- those Oreos get shot. There's probably just like probably those like old David Letterman videos where you drop a watermelon off of ten stories or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I kind of want to see a, a pack of Oreos get shot. I mean that that's just the, that's just part of the threat. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like yes. like like they'll they'll blow those Oreos up right in front of you. <laughs> yes. Oh man, oh, I guess God. one of the good parts about being fired is that if I want to, I could probably like I could probably like eat an Oreo. I could probably even like eat two. Well, I mean, did Daddy eat Oreos? No, and I wasn't allowed to eat Oreos. But okay. you know, that's when I was like in the system, and mm, now I'm free cool. from the system. So, well, like, but should I gonna, be eating Oreos? If you're going to be a daddy, I think you should do what daddies do. What did? <sighs> you're um, so right. I have to make all the same mistakes my daddy made. Well, except for creating a new JP, right? Like that's the new evolution. You're going to be a new daddy that does almost everything the same, except 
you'll never JP somebody again. Exactly. Right? My little kids, when I get them, they're never going to go home. They seem like they're getting littler and smaller and younger (laughs) every time you talk about them. (laughs) Okay, no, no. Like, like, you know, like like a puberty. Like, they got to go through puberty. Okay. But after that, they're mine. (laughs) And they will never Uh go home again. I'm going to make sure that those kids are so well taken care of and they have so many ice cubes. I'm going to let them have as many ice cubes as they want. I'm going to say goodbye to the five ice cube rule. I'm going to say they can have as many ice cubes as they feel like. Wow. That's that's incredible. (sighs) That felt good to say. That's incredible. Uh, Once again, another breakthrough for you, JP. I I hope you're feeling good about what we've done today. I feel amazing. I guess This this is easily our best session. Yeah, I think so. And 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 look, every every session's a peak for me. But like, to be honest, I'm on a few performance enhancing drugs today, and they've really given me a lift. And I, I've done all sorts of things I didn't think I was capable of. I've really oh, hit wow. a home run. Like what? What kind of what kind of like like vitamin C? Um, let's just say it's a little bit of a gateway to cocaine, and I'm gonna try cocaine now. Let's just say okay. that. Have you okay. ever done any hard drugs, JP? Was that ever a part of the process? Me? Can you imagine the field day that the media would have with something like that? <laughs> well, Obviously not. I imagine you have some semblance. Do you not have like private time away from cameras in a boy band? Or I guess it's like 24-7 coverage. Private time? <laughs> Dude, sometimes it's like I feel like you don't even listen back to our sessions. No, man. Mm. We have to go back to our bunk beds and we lay there in the dark. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can I can kind of hear myself responding to some of those things now, but I I do not remember you saying them. Yeah, no, the boy band. We would just go back to our little our little hotel room, and we'd lay in our little little right. like uh, you know sleeping bags, and the sleeping bags were on top of the bunk beds, so we sleep in a in a sleeping bag on the bunk bed, and then we'd say one thing that we all loved about each other, and then we'd all go to sleep. What you know, actually, that's a nice thing. What I would love to hear one thing that you loved about all your bandmates. I think that might be a healthy way to kind of like. You know, uh, bury this this uh, bury this last issue once and for all. I what mean, was one thing you uh, uh, say their names and then say one thing you love about them? Doc, the thing is, mm-hmm. I, I I love them. I loved them all so much, and I I still love them all so much. They're like my brothers. Well, and but they're just like brothers that you'll never see again. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I think this is this is the way to say goodbye. This is like. This is like how you stop being a son and start being a daddy, right? Of like okay. the final goodbye to your brothers. Well, first of all, I would always start with BP because BP mm-hmm. always used to be on the bunk, the bunk above mine. So I'd say, BP, <laughs> you dance front and center, and those moves look like they spring forth out of your body. Like it doesn't even look like choreography when he does it. It's like he moves. Well, he like uses a, a lot of he uses a lot of oil. Oh yeah. He's he pra- was easily our he was easily our slipperiest member. He's, he's practically spilling oil all over the place. That BP. But I really am, I admired that because it's like you know you you spend a lot of hours learning choreography, but it to to me when BP danced, it yeah. was like he was making it up on the spot. Mm-hmm. He just had such joy. Mm-hmm. It would just like burst forth out of him. So I always say BP, as always, dance in front and center. Uh, you bring the joy back to dancing. Absolutely. And he would say like, "Thanks, bro." I do feel bad for all the birds that he um, killed because he, he, he covered them in his oil by mistake. Yeah. I mean, he was a dangerous guy. Uh, and then I would say, TP, 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 you are, you are, you are the only person who makes me believe it mm-hmm. when you sing, when you sing our song about wanting to take you to the, to the prom. Wow. 
Would you say TP is extra durable? Oh, and soft. And too. extra soft and extra durable. Wow. Well, that was his thing, though, man. He was like, he was like soft and strong. Yeah. That's like that. That's like the type that he was. You know, we all have our, our archetypes. You know. And he also had a real. I mean, he was the most popular one for a while because there was a real TP craze right when the pandemic started. Oh my! Everybody God. was I mean, going. He was TP on the crazy. front of every magazine. Everybody was so, like, you know, I like, gotta have B- more TP. BP was the like strong silent type. Mm-hmm. TP was the like sensitive one. Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course I had to talk to uh, ZP. ZP, ZP yes. uh, was the was the other member of the band besides myself, and uh, his archetype was uh, he was like he was like the baby boy. Do you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. always gotta be that non that non threatening one mm-hmm. who's like you you feel like you could like take him home to your parents, and that's what he did perfectly. Mm-hmm. So I'd say ZP. You are the reason why people come back and see us again. Mm-hmm. And it's true. He had like a magnetism, you know, like he was just he just had like an innocence in those eyes. And it's it, sometimes it seemed even as if he was screaming for help. But mm-hmm. even in that, it made him more incredible. Mm-hmm, like you just mm-hmm. like you wanted to understand what was going on in that noggin of his. Yeah, totally. So those were the things I loved about them. Yeah, I. I, you know, I've never asked this before. Do all the P's stand for the same thing? Yeah. They do. Yep. What, pony what? boy. <laughs> they all stand for pony boy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So really, you could be JPB. D- Whoa. Maybe when I'm daddy, I'll be JPB. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that'll be my new That's... like branding. Yeah. I was going to say, that's a smart evolution because you don't want to have the exact same name in case the red dots come back. You know. 100%. You have to stay. You have to avoid it. Wow. And then, you know, obviously they'd all give me a compliment back and then we'd all go to sleep. And, well, oh, and they'd yes. always say, yeah, they'd I, always say the same thing. JP, I would love to know your compliment. They always said exactly what you'd expect. I'm the sexiest guy they ever saw. You were you were the the looks appeal, the the, the hard. 100%. Yes, I get that. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I was I was the heartthrob, you know? Yes. You always got to have the heartthrob. Yeah. And that was me, you know? I, and I, so I, I have also never asked, is J.P. Frosé, especially the Frosé part, is that a stage name or is that uh, uh, your your father's biological last name as well? I wish I could remember. But, yeah. you know, it's like what they tell you becomes reality. Becomes and reality, reality yeah. becomes what they tell you. And right. so, like, it could be my father's. It could be, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll search on, like, Ancestry.com yeah. for Frosé out there. But I also don't feel like my parents named me Pony Boy, so I, I don't really mm. know. Good point. Yeah, that 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 seems unlikely. Unless you're an outsider, and you're very much an insider if you're in a boy oh, band. Now I'm an. Now I'm an outsider. Now you're an outsider. But we're gonna change that. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you <sighs> a, 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 a group of hot young kids to manage. So that's exactly. So, and then they'll all be my little pony boys. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll all be your little pony boys. I couldn't agree more, JP. You know, <sighs> we're coming a little bit towards the end here. I would love to, even though this has been a very successful session, I think it's like it's good to lock things these things in. And I would love to do so with just a, a quick guided meditation if you don't. A hundred percent. Because like, look, I, I here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And this is true of me a lot. Mm-hmm. I will get so psyched up about a plan. Yes. And then I'll realize I'm on my own and I'll feel like, who am I to think I could do this by myself? I don't have BP, I don't have I don't have TP, I don't have ZP, like like I don't have my boys with me. Mm-hmm. Like how could I possibly do this on my own? I thought this recently about peeling a cucumber. 
I really, really, really wanted to eat this cucumber. And then I was like, how am I ever going to get my hands around this thing? And then I was oh thinking, about, like, I don't know what to do. And then I have to, I have to wash it first or I have to wash it after. And so I didn't even, I didn't end up eating it. And so it's like, well, quick, I do need quick, this. I need this meditation. I get it. To well, like... Quick hot tip on cucumbers and then I'll get right into the meditation. If, okay. you hold, if you hold the cucumber further away from you, it will seem smaller and more manageable. That's so just, what I thought because yeah. when I picked it up, I was like, "Huge, right? Holy mama mia! It's a big cucumber." And then write I, this and down. Then, uh, don't write it down, but hold that for a song lyric. That's yeah. a good song. But then right I there. put it back in the fridge, and it looks so manageable. Right, exactly. Because so, it was like on the top shelf. Yeah, so so keep it further away from you, and you'll be able to cut it easier. I bet because it'll seem smaller and more holdable. Okay, I'll just like throw knives at it. From there you the go. Room. That, you know, that's never a bad solution to almost any problem. Is just throw some knives at oh, it. Oh, yeah. Metaphorically, but more literally, throw knives at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I need you to keep me accountable, Doc, because, like, oh. I know that the minute I try and put this team together, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'm going to get scared. I'm going to wish my bros are with me. Well, well, you, you, but you'll, you'll have, you'll have, ch- you'll have sons. Instead of bros, you'll have sons, and that will be its own reward. And I can throw knives at them. And you can throw knives at them, and that's the healthy thing to do. hundred percent. And so, uh, and so, JP, um, I just want to let you know that this meditation comes to us from a collaboration of the British scholars, Dr. Sean Conlon, Dr. Richie Neville, Dr. Scott Robinson, Dr. Abs Love, and Dr. Jason Brown. Okay. okay. All right. And JP, if you just listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from five, what you're waiting for. If you want a three, three, two, two, one, let's do it. You gotta push the good vibe on. If you really want to feel it, you got the flavor in your soul. But I really need you to know, do you want to get down? Do you want to get funky? I want to get down. I want to get funky. Do you want to get down? I want to get down. Get on down. I want to get on down. And now, JP, I want you to imagine that you're holding a basketball. And that basketball represents all the funk in your life. And now, JP, I want you to slam dunk the funk. Put it up. If you got that feeling, slam dunk the funk. I want to slam dunk the funk. Put it up, put it up. Oh my god. The yeah. basketball hoop looks so small from this far away. You know, get closer, JP. Get closer. Oh my god, it's huge. And all of a sudden you find yourself up, up away above the rim in a hook shot. Alley-oop, baby, whoop, there it is, and now you gotcha. And we're coming out of the meditation now, JP. Five. <sighs> what you waiting for? If you want a three, three, two, two, one, and you're back with me, JP. Okay. Wow. How did that feel? Was that good for you? It was incredible. I had a ball in my hands and the ball was giant. (laughs) And I thought there is no way this giant ball is going to fit through that tiny hoop. Yes. But then when I threw it and I had faith, the ball got small also. There you go. It went through the tiny hoop. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. And JP, I think think you deserve to know where some hot young children are. You know, I I think you've earned this reward. I think you've been nothing but great today. And I'm just going to say, I think you should go to a Lamaze class. I think you should okay. truly get them as young as possible. You should get them in <laughs> utero. 
I think we need to find you I some pregnant go to women. Parents, yes, yes, I should find pregnant women, convince them to come live at my house. There you go, and just like be like, have birth to the baby here, and we'll start training that baby the minute it leaves the womb. Absolutely, and and, and obviously, like you know, girls don't always get the boy band culture, you know. So like, there may be some pregnant women that are slightly resisting, but this is where that yeah. handy knife trick comes in handy. One hundred percent. I mean, they're gonna think that the most important thing in the world is having a healthy baby. Obviously, oh, so they're not wrong. true. Yeah, no. The so most important true. thing in the world is being a member, being an exceptional member of an exceptional boy band. Yes. But they'll understand once I get them into my house and I keep them there and I explain it to them for like a lot of hours in a row. They'll understand that I'm right. I'm sure this is what Daddy did to your mom way back in the day. You know, it probably is. He might have exploded tons of cartons of Oreos, and I'll never know. <laughs> but it's my turn now. To oh shoot God, the I wish I could see that. Oh, man, there's nothing I want to see. <sighs> hey, I mean, look, if I, like, win a Grammy or something like that, I'm going to thank you publicly. JP, that's so kind. I, I have never been thanked in the, in, the, in the receiving of a Grammy, not even by I my am former 100, I'm going to thank you for everything. All of this, all of this. My hanging gosh. around the middle school, finding pregnant women and taking them home with me. All of those things, they're because of you. These, That's totally your – those are your thoughts. You know JP, what I'm saying? I've never been more honored by something a client has said to me. That is the kindest thing ever. And um, it's so good that you record these sessions because, like, yes. I know it's just for you, obviously. Yes. yes, of course. But like, someday when you're feeling low, like, you'll be able to listen back to this and say, like, all of those ideas, all of oh those ideas were mine. Like, if that was held up in a court of law, it would 100%, like, they would say, like, you said it first. Like, I'm going to take these ideas, but they're going to say you said it first. JP, you, know what I'm saying? you get me. You you get me entirely. That's that's exactly what I what I think why I listen back to these recordings. Plus, it's also just a great uh, uh, arousal tool. I kind of use it as Viagra for to hear my own voice as well so i get that it's i totally get that oh jp i don't anybody, think that's weird at all yeah we would always we would like listen to our own concerts back no, let me just as, as a and final it, it, it turned me on as a final question going before you head out the door here i would just love to know more about like what your sex life was like as a boy bander and what your sex life is like now um i have never looked at what's below my underwear <laughs> well hey and great. i never will yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't think there's anything that we need to get into there. Uh, great to see you, JP. It was so wonderful. I feel so healthy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, keep coming back just because I have a ball talking to you, all right? A hundred percent. Bye-bye now. Take care. All right. See you, Doc. All right. And that was my session with JP. Oh, should have reminded him at the very end. Not a doctor at all. Don't have any of those credentials. Um, but God damn it, do steroids work? I mean, I I was feeling low. I was having sinus negative energy and just right up the nose and like, ooh, boy, did I fix somebody today? You know, it's like uh, and like cocaine can only be better. Like that's uh, like that's what I'm figuring out. Like if one thing, if you enjoy putting one thing up the nose, stick more up there, see what happens. I wonder what else I could jam up my nose. Quick note to self. I am just digging the works of Allie Gordon right now. She is an incredible comedian and improviser and actor in New York City who I've known for a long time. And I just found out you can follow her at Miss Alice Nutting on Twitter. And she's also a part of the Cracks Movie Club podcast, which is great and can also be found in video form on Cracks YouTube. And you can see the incredible musical improv team Rumble Teaser that Allie plays with performing monthly often at Improv Asylum, but also across a number of other tremendous NYC comedy venues whenever live shows are possible. 
gosh, I love Allie so much. She's a huge reason I got on a UCB team in the first place. I've told her this story, but when I first auditioned for a UCB team, she was my scene partner in the second callback. And I pretty much just had to breathe to get on. That's how good of a scene partner she is and love her to death. I also am really digging this indie musician known as Erin Harland. She can be followed at ER Harland on Instagram. And you can also check out ErinHarland.com. Live shows permitting, she's also got a January 10th show at the Mercury Lounge in New York City. Man, she's cool. She's just one of the nicest people there is, and she's an incredible composer and musician. I hear she's even doing podcast theme songs now. That's a real branch out, but I bet she could do a great one. And finally, thanks to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Now, apparently some of my sessions are getting leaked as a podcast, so I'm talking to my lawyers about getting that taken down, of course. Uh, but in the meantime, I do want to encourage that nobody follows at Sigmund Fraud Pod on Instagram. It's pretty embarrassing, and I don't want anybody to see that stuff. Thanks for listening back, just me.